Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast. Today, we're talking about home buyer tips for finding the one. So let's get into it. Today we have Jill Paddock, the buyer's agent for the Tom J. Krieger team here, and we want to get into, you know, Jill, how do you help the buyer find the right house at the right price at the right time? And now we're right before Christmas, so what a great Christmas present if we could help somebody get a house for get Christmas, into a house right? For the holidays, yeah. With a big chimney, because Santa's a big guy, right? <laughs> That's true. Okay. <laughs> so let me let me ask this. So I would imagine when you're interviewing your buyers. You have to find out their motivation, right? That's true. Uh, we need to find out how quickly they need to buy, why they're looking to buy. Um, you know, are they? Do they currently own a home? Are they looking to for something bigger? Did they own something for a long time? They're looking to downsize, so that we can really target the right area um, of town, the right amenities, you know, nearby, things like that. Okay. So I would imagine experience. There's not a lot of homes out there to buy, right? No, The anxiety not. must be sometimes unpalpable for people, right? It is. And especially, you know, if, if you're looking like, my rent is up, I've got a month and a half to find something, and you start getting panicky. Um, it's hard to be patient, but you do need to be patient because, like you said, there's not a whole lot of homes on the market right now, but there's still houses available. So share with me how you help somebody be patient. I mean, it's easy to say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember as a child, back when dinosaurs roamed the earth, uh, my parents would always say to me, be patient, Tom, be patient. And I was like, what does that mean for you? What does that mean to, to the buyer? What do you mean by be patient? Being patient um, means, you know, it's you're likely not going to find the house right away. Now, some people do. I, the other week, had somebody looked at the first house, loved it, put an offer, got it, move on. I mean, we're, it's great. But a lot of people put in end up putting in multiple offers. Um, one of the best things you can do is try to give yourself time okay. so that you don't have that panic sense. Um, so if you know that your, your lease is up or you know you're going to need to be moving, um, I think people delay sometimes talk, delay too long talking to a real estate expert, delay a little too long getting um, the lending portion taken care of. There's nothing wrong with creating a plan and then realizing, okay, well, we can put that plan on hold for two months or so. Um, It's much better to have the extra time, in my opinion. Um, Now, in cases where there is a time crunch, uh, making sure that I'm flexible, that we do everything we can to get in the homes, we're watching um, the market closely. As soon as something comes up, we can go see it. Um, So, and then again, going back into the, there's not a lot of homes available, but we have still quite a few buyers looking, I always make sure to set that expectation that we may not get the first home. We'll certainly put out our best, um, put our best foot forward, which we can talk about later. We'll be aggressive in looking at homes, but just understanding it, it may take a few offers. And I think a lot of that has to do with just setting that expectation in the initial consultation. Okay. So if I'm a buyer and I come to you and say, hey, uh, Jill, hi, Tom Krieger, uh, I, I, I see this house. I want to go see it now. Can you meet me there in 20 minutes? Do you get a lot of that? I do get some of that. Um, and, you know, for the most part, yeah, we'll go, we'll talk. Um, but I do have some questions that I ask first. Um, you know, how long have they been looking? Have they spoken to a lender? Because one of the worst things that could happen to a person is they find this house, they love this house, 
And then they can't put in an offer because they don't have a pre-qualification letter. Or they can't afford it. Or they can't afford it. Because the lender comes back and says, you have an 840 credit score, but you make $12,000 a year. Right. You can't buy this $500,000 house. Right. 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 So I certainly don't want to dash somebody's hopes, but I also want to do a little bit of um, just kind of asking some basic questions so I can understand where they're coming from and if it's something realistic for them. Okay, great. So in today's market, we talked about uh, how how busy it is. Mm-hmm. Not quite as crazy as it was, you know, the beginning of the year, but it's still, you know, pretty busy and well-priced homes. Mm-hmm. Like we talked in the last episodes, um, usually get multiple offers on them. Correct. Right. How do you how do you educate the buyer that there might be like compromises in what you want? Because you may not be able to get everything you're looking for. Right. So a lot of that comes into play in the buyer consultation. Everybody's so excited to go look at houses, but it is important to take that minute to pause and make sure that your agent has a full understanding of what you need, um, what you want in a home. Make sure that you, and if there's another decision maker involved, that you all have discussed it. So that way you're you're spending your time wisely with the homes you're looking at. Um, so one of the things that I do is talk about, okay, what are the things that you absolutely need in a house? Mm-hmm. Like these are deal breakers. We have to have you know X, Y, and Z. After that, then it's, well, what would be nice? What would you really like to have, but not a deal breaker? And we'll prioritize. And then, you know, if they see a house, they want to go check it out, but it doesn't tick all of those top three items, I'll remind them of that. And may, sometimes something has changed or sometimes they realize, oh, we got excited about, you know, some shiny little, you know, aspect of the house and we forgot that we need four bedrooms, not three. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, this segment is called Home Buyer Tips for Finding the Right One, mm-hmm. and we can help you here in Tucson. But if there's any other place you live and you listen to this podcast and you don't really have a real estate agent that you feel comfortable and confident, understands the market, please reach out to us because we can give you and get you in contact with the agents that are competent and know what's happening in the marketplace. Jill, when, when we're looking at the one, and we're being patient. Okay, mm-hmm. Jill says, look, we got to go get pre-qualified. We don't want to dash our hopes. Mm-hmm. We we may not be able to get Corian countertops. We might in this house have to take Formica countertops, but we can later on enhance them by having Corian put in later, mm-hmm. which obviously good real estate agents have those connections for Absolutely. those people. As you, you could also go to Home Depot or Lowe's or you know those places. But a lot of times the local agents will have the ability to to lead you to the path that'll make it more comfortable for you. When you talk about wants and needs though, and and somebody is holding out, I'm not buying this house because I wanted Corey on countertops. I know this has everything that we wanted, but I want Corey on countertops. How do you diffuse that? So let them know that this really is the right house. Okay, actually, I have the perfect example of that. Oh, that really? just <laughs> happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, working with a couple, and the one of them fell in love with just the the feel of the house, the the paint, the floor. Everything was shiny and new. Um, they were uncomfortable with the price. Found the same house, uh, about fifty thousand dollars less. And I do think in the well in this particular instance, but I think for a lot of people, they overestimate what it would cost to change it into what they want. Right. 
So in that case, we really did take a deep look and talk about what was important to them, what changes they wanted to make. Um, And then, like you said, your local expert has connections, got them some quotes. Turns out they're going to be able to create the exact, you know, feeling with the paint and the floors and all of the stuff that they want. And it's still going to end up costing about $35,000 less than that house that wowed them. Hey, everyone. We want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. Also, we are licensed realtors practicing equal housing. Now, let's get you back to the podcast. Amazing, isn't it? Exactly. Now, now when we talk about... In our last episode, we talked about Zillow and the mistakes Zillow made mm-hmm. and why they're not buying houses because they weren't hyper-local hyper and they right. weren't trying to paint America with a broad bush. brush. I believe that it is absolutely important for the agent to understand costs for the buyer. So when you're in a house and you go, boy, it's going to cost me $15,000 for cabinets. Well, really, you know you know, as Asia because you understand pricing, mm-hmm. it's only $7,000, right? right? It's going to cost me $25,000 for a new ceramic tile flooring. Well, really, it's only going to cost about $12,000. Getting a good handle on pricing mm-hmm. and then help relay that to the buyer is so important to helping them understand this really is the right one with just a little bit more added exactly. to it. Exactly. And just helping them um, by pointing out, well, this has the exact floor plan that you want. Um, this has, you know, the the open street you want. It's on a cul-de-sac. Highlighting all the things that it does have this, this, and this. And these are things that you can't change. Like, I, you can't pick up a house and move it, really. Not when I'm paying a fortune. <laughs> exactly. It's going to cost you a lot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the the location, the so a certain degree, the floor plan, the flow of the house, those are things you can't change. And if those work, having an agent who you know brings that up, countertops, while maybe it's not what you want, that's an easy fix, can be done in like yeah. a day later. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. Okay, great. So when we when you talk, you talked earlier about committing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what what do you mean by committing? Your, your commitment, what is that? So committing to a house, like when we talk about committing as far as buying goes, it's putting your best foot forward. Okay. Like this is the house you realize it has every, you know, all of the needs that you have. It's got a few of your wants. And then, you know, I do still less now than previously in the year, but, you know, a lot of people still think they're, they're, this, there needs to be a lot of haggling. If you sit there and you know try to put in a really low offer and expect them to come back. Um, sellers are just going to pass and they're just going to go with the better offer. You know, make it quick and easy. So, when I talk about committing, it's also what's your best foot and making sure you put that forward. Okay. So, the best price mm-hmm. okay, versus I want to negotiate. I don't right. want to I don't want to overpay. Well, what's the seller thinking? I'm not giving my house away, right? So all of a sudden, the seller now has an adversarial feeling towards the buyer. The buyer has an adversarial feeling against the seller, mm-hmm. and nobody wins there, right? Right. So your job, our job, is to help get the people out of their own way and express to them that this is what's happening in the in the current market. Right. Okay? So we can try. Mm-hmm. Just be prepared to write 10, 15, 20 offers. You can hold to your price, just prepared to be the owner of your house for another three, four, five, six, seven months. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. yeah, putting that best foot forward, um, 
trying to make it, you know, like you said, not, you don't want to upset the seller. They, they have pride in their home. Um, and then also keeping in mind, kind of like you said, there's more than one negotiation when you're buying a house. Yes. There's the price. And, you know, if a seller decides they will drop, you know, considerably on the price, then they're going to look at any repairs and be like, well, I already gave you, you know, credit exactly. for all that. So you figure the rest out. Yeah. The deal within the deal. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And then, and there's so many different things that we can talk about, like closing time, inspection time, appraisal time, all that kind of stuff. But I think what I'm hearing from you, and it makes so much sense, is come in as the best person mm -hmm. for that seller. So the seller says, I want you, you be my my buyer. Yep. Right? Make the offer simple, make it you know short, to the point as possible. And exactly like you said, like make it easy to choose you. Especially when you have the one. Yes. Right? Yes. Like your other client did, and it was just a matter of spending another 15000 to make it better, and they saved 35000 in their pocketbook. Exactly. Right. Yep. Well, Jill, thanks a lot. I appreciate you being in today, answering all these questions. And everyone, remember, if you don't live in Tucson, you can give us a call. We can refer agents out and help you. And if there's anything in Tucson that you want to talk about, please get in touch with us. And until next time, Jill, have a great day. Hey, thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty Podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team. If you are thinking about buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, please reach out to us. We are local here in Tucson, Arizona, but we are also connected to over 4,000 agents across the US. So again, looking to buy, sell, or invest in your hometown, reach out to us and let us connect you.